Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Vaughn Matthews, the Founder and Chief Resilience Officer of Asphalus Advisors. Hello to our podcasters, wherever you may be listening from. Today's episode is titled Part One, a 10-step guide for governments to help small businesses survive a crisis. As you guys take a listen to this, we would love to be able to hear from you. So please feel free to follow Business Resilience Decoded on Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube at BR Decoded. You can also feel free to follow me, Vanessa V. Matthews with one T on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So today's episode, a 10-step guide for governments to help small businesses survive a crisis was really inspired by the many conversations we've been having with government leaders as it relates to what they should do with their COVID-19 funding and their recovery dollars that they have received from the federal government. And to say that local and governments have been overwhelmed with the onset of COVID-19 and the long-term impacts of this pandemic is an understatement. Additionally, the response from the United States to reopen in phases has created more problems with the pandemic recovery efforts and now people's lives are at stakes. If you've been keeping up with the news, you've probably seen over the summer and with our recent holidays, more people are out, we're back to shopping, and unfortunately, not everybody is taking the necessary precautions that are needed to help flatten the curve of the pandemic in the United States. So as the federal government disperses trillions of dollars in recovery funding to provide relief for families and businesses, local governments have to make the proper investments with their resources. And we've been getting many questions from civic leaders to economic developers and those who support small businesses. And the number one question is, how can I help small businesses survive the next crisis? How do I help them build a plan? How do I know that small businesses are prepared? How do I measure their preparedness? And then more importantly, how can we position them and help them to recover their business as quickly as possible? The reality is when businesses don't generate sales or revenue or create jobs, governments don't make money from our tax revenue. And what happens when governments don't make money and they don't have access to capital for their operating budgets? that directly affects the communities and the viability of the neighborhoods that we all live in across the country. And so what our goal is today is to share with you five steps that you are going to hear on this episode and that our next episode you'll hear part two and the remaining five steps of what governments need to consider as you provide dollars to your small businesses for COVID-19 relief. So first and foremost, what do small businesses need from you as government? Number one, provide funding. <laughs> Unfortunately, the pandemic has helped to raise awareness and it has helped to reveal what we have already known. And according to JP Morgan Chase Institute, most small businesses on average only have enough cash flow to make it 27 days, which means creating and generating revenue every single day is a part of the heartbeat of every business. And without small businesses having the opportunity to grow their revenue and sales, they're missing out on cash flow to run their operations. So the loans and the grants from the Paycheck Protection Program, the 
economic injury disaster loan, as well as private sector grant dollars have been amazing resources that have helped small business owners to number one, keep their lights on, and number two, to hopefully be able to pay their people. However, what governments need to understand is that loans and grants do not replace sales. And small businesses need you to also help think through what is a long-term sustainable strategy. If we can't continue to provide loans and grants to our small business owners, then what happens next? It's also important for governments to understand that the needs of your business owners are different in every community. You have businesses that may be a $100,000 business, a $500,000 business, a million dollar business, or a $10 million plus business. And those various businesses could be international companies, they could be minority women, small business enterprises, and they could also come from a diverse set of industries in your communities. The question is, is are you in tune enough with your business owners to understand how their needs may differ depending on the size of their business and more importantly, their mindset. The second thing small businesses need you as governments to help with is provide them the fundamentals to lead in a crisis. Similar to how governments and corporations invest time and money in preparedness efforts so that you and your team know your plan, you know how to execute, you know who is going to communicate, you know where your resources are going to come from. Small business owners need to go through the same process in order to manage disruptions just like you do. And in our industry for crisis management, business continuity and resiliency, experience in crises, number one, comes from actual crises. And then number two, it comes from trainings and exercises. That's why we always tell you never waste a crisis. And so we need you to provide the fundamentals that they need to lead in the crisis, which starts with facilitate an environment for them to be able to train and exercise in times of crisis. This also helps small businesses to make tough decisions like cutting their overhead or getting lean so that they understand what's the minimum thing my business needs to survive and how do we cut everything else to make sure that we can still be here in the next one to two years. It always ties back to the mindset for small business owners and how we lead in times of crisis and going back to the different needs of a business. The third thing small businesses need from governments is we need you to reinforce the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle, right? And so it talks about the 80% of our output comes from 20% of our input. Well, if you think about crisis management, you can also apply the 80-20 rule to crisis management. At Asphalus, we always say 80% of communications and 20% of a crisis is strategy. So 80% of a crisis is communications and 20% of a crisis is strategy. And so if you think about that, how can you help small businesses to focus 20% of their time in strategy so that they can then have 80% of the output focused on communications? And whether that is to their stakeholders, to their employees or to their customers, helping them to reinforce the 80-20 rules so they can better manage their time and be better leaders in times of crisis. It's also important to note that small businesses should know, again, going back to, to the mindset, that a strategy is great, but it is nothing without execution. The fourth thing small businesses need governments to understand is they need you to provide and facilitate an environment for business owners to innovate their business model. 
And this is the number one thing I have been asked from government leaders is how do we help small business owners to pivot their business model? Well, COVID-19 has shown us that people are changing the way they want to purchase products and services. It's changing the way of where they purchase products and services, what they purchase and who they purchase from. And so as a business owner, we have to be willing to adjust our products and services to the needs of the consumer and where the market trends are going. And so one way to learn this is by talking to your customers. So very early in the pandemic, I spent time with our strategic partners, with our existing clients, with prospects, and with our friends in the community and just had a 20 minute phone call and said, hey, what's happening in your world? What's happening in your industry? What are your constraints? What are your needs? And how do you foresee how your resources will change six months to one year down the line? And asking those questions to a number of key stakeholders in our business helped us to pivot our business model and think about how will people need Asphalus in the future and how do we position ourselves now so that we can be the solution when they need it. And so it's important that governments, as you think about all the resources that you are provided and what to do with the amount of things that the federal government is providing you, how do you facilitate an environment where people truly can spend time innovating and changing and adapting their business model? Another thing that we think is really, really important and specifically for small businesses is we have to go back to our business model canvas, especially in times of crisis. And some of you, especially if you're in the private sector space, you may not understand what a business model canvas is, but as a small business owner, this is a tool, a visual tool that many small business owners use in order to help them think about the building blocks of their business. It helps them think about their infrastructure, our offerings, the customers, and your finances as a business. And so when you take those things and you apply it, it helps you to really reframe and think through some of the tough decisions that you have to make in order to make sure that your business will be sustainable and you can continue to provide a solution for your customers. So encourage your business owners to go back to their business model and rethink about how they are doing business. And one way that we do this at Asphalus is we apply innovation and design thinking principles in times of crisis. And so as you guys, as government leaders, look at where to spend your funding, make sure that you're using high quality, high value products and services that can give you a return on your investment so that your small business owners can still stay in business post-crisis. The fifth thing that small businesses need governments to do is to recognize that crisis response requires people. When we talk about providing funding, fundamentals to lead in crisis, reinforcing the 80-20 rule, and facilitating an environment for small business owners to innovate their business model, none of this happens without people. And one thing that's important for people to understand is entrepreneurs are not always leaders. (laughs) That's another skill set that we have to actually learn. A small business owner or or an entrepreneur is typically someone that has identified a problem in the marketplace and they have identified how to provide reciprocal value to those who they serve, their consumers. This exchange for value is how you generate and create a business and a business model. However, outside of solving a problem, there is a need to lead people and to manage people, which also accounts for accountability. 
and not every business owner has the principles of leadership that's needed. Some small business owners, maybe people who may have recently left a job, whether it be a corporation, a government, or some other businesses, and decided to jump into entrepreneurship. The skill sets of leadership are necessary in order for them to help their people follow them in times of crisis. And those are things that governments need to understand and design for as you think about your programming and various solutions. We've also on this podcast talked about the principles of crisis leadership. So I definitely encourage you to go back to that podcast and kind of think through how are you helping your small businesses to lead in times of crisis? What principles are you providing them and how are they adapting to those principles? And obviously, in times of crisis, when you think about how you lead people, it's important for you to help small businesses to remember, do you still have the right people in the right seats doing the right things? That was very, very important for us, especially when this pandemic first started. Do we still have the right people? Are they in the right seats? And are they doing the right things? Because when one of those three things is out of alignment, that can bring tremendous stress and challenges to your businesses. So again, these are tips that we've compiled at Asphalus because we've had a number of people asking us about how do we help small businesses to continue to survive and thrive. And so please be sure to stay tuned. We will do another episode, part two, a 10-step guide for governments to help small businesses survive a crisis please be sure to check out our website as fallasadvisors.com slash blog. And there you can find the full 10-step guide for governments to help small businesses survive a crisis. Thanks for tuning in to Business Resilience Decoded with the Disaster Recovery Journal and as Fallas Advisors. Subscribe, share, and download and look out for future episodes.